the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Monday, 1230 is when we talk with our friend Josh Pick of Aptus Wealth Management. We call it Money Monday, and you should also catch Josh and me on the Aptus Retirement Blueprint radio show. It airs Friday night at 7, and Saturday we replay it at noon. Gains in the market and growing your nest egg is not as easy as it used to be, but that is why uh, a professional wealth advisor, a fiduciary, somebody who's legally obligated to do what's best for you is a great idea, and you can meet with Josh and his team at Aptus, 614-917-1040, with no obligation. You can also set that up online at aptuswealth.com, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. And Josh, as we spoke Friday, we talked a bit about inflation, and the fact that inflation had come down, 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 but still not anywhere near where the Federal Reserve would like to see it. It's still three times the rate that the Fed would like to see it. Then in January, we had discouraging numbers. And I'm just kind of wondering if that has rocked the markets or if that has uh, seen events transpire, reverberate, that maybe the plan might be viewed now as not working quite as well as originally we thought that these interest rates might work. Yeah, you know, it's funny, at the beginning of the year and even the end of last year, we were talking pretty consistently about is a recession imminent? Can we come in for a soft landing? Um, and, And here we are actually at the point in time where the rubber meets the road. Are we going to be able to lick this inflation that seems to be just a lingering problem? And we get uh, facts and figures that say, well, you know, it's definitely not done. Um, We're going to have to continue to do raised hikes, or at least that's the appearance from the outside looking in. And yet those conversations about the recession seem to be kind of drifting into the distance, when in reality, we're at that point of time now where we're really going to see how long this is going to stay in the system and what kind of impact it's going to have on the market long term. So I think now more than ever is the time to really be keeping a close eye, even though maybe you're not hearing about it in the news. You know, what I notice is that interest rates are up because they've raised the rate of interest that they charge the big banks. And a home mortgage loan right now is in the mid sixes. So you pay six and a half percent. Now, I'm of a generation where my first mortgage was considerably higher than that. It was 10 percent. Uh, but a lot of people don't know that kind of a world, and this world they're in has been uh, kind of a, uh, a shocked, uh, shock to their systems. I have a friend who's moving to Columbus. He has a home to sell in South Carolina. And I wonder, what did we learn from a wealth perspective, a, a wealth management? What lessons did we learn from the 2008 housing crisis that might apply now? Well, I think we learned some, and banks for that matter, learned some very significant lessons and not letting people get over leveraged in their homes, meaning that you, know, you actually have to put money down on your home to buy the home. Uh, because, you know, remember back in 2008, 2009, the big problem was not only did the housing market pull back and people had to sell, but they had essentially zero equity in their homes to get out from underneath of, which ended up creating huge defaults and the mm. banks suffered dramatically from it. We saw that, you know, kind of ripple effect out into the market. Today, that's not necessarily the case and that people have quite significant equity in their homes so they can afford some pullback. But that doesn't make it any easier for your friend who's trying to sell a house in North Carolina and he's looking going, 
man, you know, just a matter of six months ago, I would have had six offers by now, and now it's sat on the market for 30, 60, 90 days, and I'm I'm getting below ask offers. It's a different time, and it's a, re- a revert back to what we're used to. But I think the overwhelming theme that people are dealing with is, you know, money isn't free. Uh, for the longest time, although you would say, well, I'm still paying a tremendous amount of money on my mortgage uh, over the next 30 years, 3% is darn near free money relative mm-hmm. to history. And now we're getting back to historical norms, but people are feeling it. I can't afford everything that I want. I'm going to have to live a heck of a lot more discipline and tighter to the chest, uh, you know, keep my money tighter to the vest, right? Yeah, no doubt about it. Josh Pick, our guest, he is with Aptus Wealth Management. They're located in Lewis Center, just off Route 750. And you can sit with Josh and his team for a free consultation about your retirement, about working toward financial independence, however you view it. You set that appointment up by calling their office, 614-917-1040. You can also book that appointment online. AptusWealth.com is their website. Aptus, A-P-T-U-S, AptusWealth.com. You can sign up to be a subscriber to Josh's YouTube channel while you're on their website. That way you'll be notified every time he posts new content. And he and I host the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show Fridays at 7 and Saturday at replays at noon. You know, we have tax time coming up. And I know well, my wife being a CPA, the tax season is really, really ramping up. Are there things that people can do right now to lower their tax uh, obligations? Or are there things that maybe they did not do that at least uh, now that they are doing their taxes, they'll see the fact that that was a big mistake and maybe not make it the next time? What are some things that they need to be thinking about as they work toward that date of April the 15th? Yeah, the short answer is there's there's both scenarios. You know, I think you're going to get some rude awakenings and realizing that coulda, shoulda, woulda. If I would have done some stuff before the end of the year, I really could have moved the needle on my taxes. And then there's some things that I can still do before I actually file in the way of, say, an IRA contribution or HSAs, et cetera, uh, to try and reduce that bill. Now, that said, I think oftentimes we walk into our get our taxes done and we just see how bad is it going to hurt. And then I thank goodness I get to forget about this until next year when it hurts again. Now is really a time to, to really double down on what things can I do moving forward and actually executing that plan. And I think that echoes kind of the, the holistic approach to financial planning. You know, at the beginning uh, of our conversation today, we talked a lot about you know, what are some terrible things that can happen in the market, et cetera. But what are the good things that can happen? You know, let's use houses, housing as an example. We know the timing doesn't work, but I'm sure we're all sitting here going, man, how awesome would it have been if we could have bought a bunch of homes in 2009 and think of the run-up that we would have had if we would have sold them six months ago. That would have been a great world. Well, similarly, if we look back to last year, imagine if we put put all of our money in energy stocks and ignored communications, which was the biggest disparity. There was a 106% difference last year in those two sectors' performance. And I think what I'm trying to illustrate here is that when it comes to taxes or your home purchases or where and how you invest in stocks, those can all be dramatically different if you know what you're doing. And the trick is education and then leaning in and leaning away at the appropriate times. And that's really what financial planning comes down to and what we do out of our office. Josh Pick is our guest, Aptus Wealth Management. And, you know, when you talk about houses, I know a lot of people uh, are of the opinion that, uh, well, uh, if I pay off my house, uh, that is my retirement. Uh, Everything will be taken care of by that. We also have some other kind of, I would say, antiquated thinking. Uh, My pension will take care of me, my 401k, or Social Security will take care of me, basically is what it is. My house, my Social Security. To those people, I think maybe they miss the power of compound interest uh, that Einstein quotes, the most powerful force in the universe. What would you say to people who are still 
uh, holding tightly to that Social Security and paying off my house, and I'll be fine when I get to retirement. There might be some factors out there they're not thinking about. Well, it's certainly not a bad strategy. It's a heck of a lot better than saying I'm just going to not pay off my house and then, uh, you know, kind of cheat Social Security via taxes and not have that to lean against uh, either. But at the same time, you know, is that the best option? Uh, now, I would argue that if, you know, you had a mortgage that was 8 or 9% interest, it would be a very difficult conversation to say it doesn't make sense to pay off that house first because we can't guarantee those levels of returns necessarily in the short run, at least, and some other investments. But everybody's situation is unique. And quite frankly, paying off that 2 or 3% mortgage rate on a home uh, that you still have locked in for a really long period of time probably doesn't make a whole heck of a lot of sense. It might for your scenario, it might not. When it comes to Social Security, um, you know, there's some there's some pressures on Social Security, and a lot of people are concerned as to whether or not it's going to continue. I believe it'll continue, but the real question is, will it continue in its current form? And do you want to have some cushion or a backup plan to be able to lean against in the event that Social Security changes? I think you got to kind of look at this as this is my primary plan, here's my backup plan, and maybe even my tertiary plan if those things don't work out. And just simply crossing your fingers and hoping that the government's going to take care of your retirement, I think, is a is not a very good plan and a very risky one at best. Yeah, Josh, and we got about 30 seconds left, and I think, too, it's a fallacy. People think they're either all in the market or all out. There are ways, as you've outlined on the show, uh, to mitigate your gains but also really limit your losses at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I think as people look at today's market and there's a lot of uh, uncertainty there and a lot of trepidation, and they're saying, I, I don't know what to do, and they almost get paralyzed. I don't want to, if I put all my money in cash, I'm not earning anything, but that's better than losing all of my money if I invested in the market. And the reality is just what you said, Bruce. There are many, many shades of gray in the middle that might be able to accomplish your objectives to, to your liking without taking the risk that you don't want to take. Josh, pick our guest. Aptus Wealth Management is Josh's firm. He and I will host another edition of the Aptus Retirement Blueprint Radio Show Friday night at 7. We'll replay it at noon. You can set up your free consultation with Aptus by calling 614-917-1040. You can make your appointment online at aptuswealth.com, A-P-T-U-S, aptuswealth.com. They service many clients digitally out of the area. should not be an impediment for you. Josh, we look forward to seeing you on Friday, and thanks for your time today. You as well. Thanks, Bruce. Quite a contrast over the weekend, the people who have God in their life and the people who don't in terms of what they were engaged in. The people who don't have God in their life were rioting outside the Atlanta Police Training Center. Uh, The Antifa brats uh, were throwing fireworks and starting fires and trying to uh, overrun a place where officers will be taught how to adjudicate the law uh, in the most fair way possible. 35 of them were arrested, and I certainly hope, They spend a good, long time in prison. Uh, Here is the Atlanta police chief talking about what went on outside the place that they call Cop City. We continue to see a number of individuals not from Atlanta, Georgia, that are present tonight uh, undertaking criminal activities. Actions such as this will not be tolerated. When you attack law enforcement officers, when you damage equipment, you are breaking the law. Criminal activity will not be tolerated in Atlanta, nor tolerated in connection with this uh, project. Uh, Now, here's what the people who have God in their life were doing. They were going to see the movie The Jesus Revolution. This is a story that, no matter how many times it happens, 
The movie industry refuses to get the message. Jesus Revolution was projected to make $7 million on its debut weekend. What do you think it made? $30 million. Four times plus what it was supposed to make. And the industry experts are confounded how this movie could pull so many people into the box office. Here's an idea. When you give people a movie that is well done, well acted, well written, not condescending, not, oh, I got a problem. I'm going to go in a closet and pray. Poof, problem solved. No, those are not good Christian movies. But there are movies out there that are good Christian movies that tell the faith story from an authentic perspective. Maybe not an overt faith story like this one is. The story of um, Greg Laurie and how he came to Christ and the Calvary Chapel movement. Our pastor told us Sunday Calvary Chapel has over 1,500 churches. Back when this movie started, when this movie was actually happening in real life, uh, Chuck Smith's Calvary Chapel was thought to be folding. They were down to 30 people. 30 million bucks this movie made, and it's going to continue to make money. It's going to make money in theaters, however long it stays there. It's going to continue to make money on video release, on streaming, and the reason is because it is a movie you can A, watch with your whole family. How many movies can you say that about? And it's a movie that you don't have to worry about any smut, about any politics, about any profanity, about any sex. A couple of years ago, there was a movie like this. I can only imagine. Oh, I can't. I can't even imagine how this movie made so much money. Let me refresh your memory. It was a wholesome story, a true story. No sex, no smut, no politics. And notice a trend? A couple years before that, there was another movie, Soul Surfer. Story of Bethany Hamilton. No smut, no sex, no profanity. Good story, true story. Oh, look, it overperformed expectations. Gee, I don't know. I thought the movie industry was into making money and give us more garbage like Ant-Man and the Wasp. No, that's doing okay, too, because, again, there are a lot of people who don't have God in their life, and they're looking for that kind of a movie, but I'm not one of them. Now, Kelsey Grammer, who played Frazier on TV, won five Emmys, is in the Jesus Revolution. He plays Pastor Chuck Smith. Pretty risky career move, uh, going out front with your faith after being in a faith-based movie. Kelsey Grammer tells the Christian Science Monitor he will not apologize for his faith because it has helped him find great peace. He says, I've had hiccups in my life. I've had some tragic times. I've wrestled with those and worked my way through them. Sometimes rejecting faith, sometimes rejecting God even, during a period of being pretty angry about it, like where were you, that kind of thing. But I've come to terms with it, and I found great peace in my faith and in Jesus. I've been there if you've had a life you've ordered according to faith for any length of time, you have been there too. And what you have discovered is what I discovered, is what Kelsey Grammer discovered, is that A, God never stops calling you and drawing you to him. B, that you find incredible peace, not with your circumstances, but amid your circumstances. There's a big difference. Evil is present in our world. Really bad things happen. I was at an event recently where I met a couple of parents who lost a child in the most random, unpredictable, and painful way. It broke my heart to see how this 
horrific event in their lives. Um, about, I think it's more than a year old, still devastates them. But they radiate peace because they have something to hold on to that they know is true, that gives them hope. And it's not a false hope, people. If you're not a person who lives your life according to the truth of the Bible, I know you think it's all made up fantasy and whatever, but I will I will just pose this question to you. <laughs> what if I'm right and you're wrong? Now, what if you're right and I'm wrong? Which one of us is in a better situation there? I live with more peace and tranquility now and more hope now in this life. And okay, if you're right and I'm wrong, and by the way, I'm not, but if I'm wrong, what am I out at the end? I'm only going to experience what you're going to experience. But right now in this life, you're not happy. You're not at peace. You don't have the hope. Well, that's the worst argument anybody can make for Christianity. And it's still a great argument. It's the worst argument you can make, and it's still a great argument. So, Kelsey Grammer says, It's not popular in my industry, but I cannot deny my faith. It's important for me to share that with people. I have friends from all walks of life and all different types of faiths and religions. It's it's important to respect and honor them as well. It is important to respect and honor them as well, but that does not mean that you do not try to show them what they are missing what they are missing, because those who have the hope of life in Christ and do not share it with people are doing what? They are not enacting the Great Commission. They are not going out, making disciples, spreading the good news, trying to save people from what their lack of faith will get them in eternity. I mean, that's just the fact. Throughout our culture now, we see so many things going on. And when we speak out against it from the perspective of, I don't want you to engage in this kind of a lifestyle, this kind of a behavior, because it is damaging to you. If you're going to reach out from the perspective that, hey, that's wrong, and I'm going to tell you it's wrong, and why it's wrong, you're not going to get anywhere with that, okay? Because it's not a loving approach. That's not a Christ-like approach. The sin you see and the sin that you condemn, you have to see and condemn because of what it is doing to the person engaged in it rather than what perceived harm you are suffering by watching someone else engage in it. That's the difference. That's the difference. That's when you know you're coming at it from a loving perspective. Is when you can see what it's doing to the person engaged in it and you want to save them from the eternal consequences of that, then, then, you are practicing the love of Christ. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.